Welcome to WSM's Licorice All Sports Podcast. Proudly brought to you by sponsor, Bricky Cafe, located at 27 Hutton Street, Thornbury, directly across the road from the Thornbury train station. For your coffee, cakes, and food needs, please come down to Bricky Cafe. Let's get into it. Napoli players have paid tribute to club legend Diego Maradona who passed away yesterday. All players ran onto the field wearing Maradona's number 10 jersey before the ground and the city fell silent. With no fans allowed inside the stadium, the streets of Naples erupted as the fans paid tribute just before kickoff. Now listen to the noise outside. At 8 o'clock, the city said it would erupt in memory of Diego Maradona and you can hear it now. Australian Independence Radio News. And your local weather here in Mill Park for the 27th of the 11th, 2020. And it's absolutely cracking. 35 degrees today is the maximum. Mostly sunny with a minimum of 9. As we move along to the weekend, Saturday, the November the 28th, possible showers, top of 30, low of 19. Sunday, clearing showers, the top of 20, low of 14. As we move along to the new week, Monday, Mostly sunny with a top of 26 degrees, low of 11. Tuesday, as we enter the first day of December, possible showers, top of 29, low of 17. Wednesday, top of 19, mostly sunny with a low of 11. And Thursday, top of 21, mostly sunny with a low of 11 degrees. Good morning and welcome to Licorice All Sports with your host Robert Winston here on this Friday the 27th of November. As I just mentioned in the weather, it's an absolutely cracking day outside, top of 35. So to all the listeners out there, make sure you've got uh, all your sunscreen on, slip, slop and slap. It's going to be a hot one outdoors today. Big show coming up. In the first five minutes of this show, we've got Ali Curlis, a netballer from Montmorency, coming up straight away. We'll be having NT footy chat with Jackson Clark. We'll be talking at 11.40 with Peter Kulaxis-Ellis about the great man Diego Maradona, who passed away tragically in the last 24 hours. And in the second hour of the, today's show, we've got Tom Rosebrush, a former assistant coach at the Bendigo Spirit. That's basketball, and it'll be great to have a chat with him. And also, Aiden Hill talking tennis, and the great man, the funniest man in sports media, Tommy Flanagan will be having a chat about AFL and cricket. So tune in and I hope you enjoy the next two hours of Licorice All Sports. And straight away, we're going to be bringing in Ali Curlis, uh, a netballer from Montmorency, into the, the frame. And here we go. We'll be having a chat to Ali. Good morning, Ali Curlis. How are you going this morning? Welcome to Licorice All Sports. It's fantastic to have you on this morning. No, no worries. Thanks for having me on the show. And I tell you what, super excited just to be on. So, my pleasure. Absolute. Uh, yeah, well, it's my pleasure. Right back at you, Ali. Now, you've been playing, uh, obviously, the season's just kicked off in the Northern Football Netball League, I guess, netball season. And 
I suppose for all the netballers out there, it's been a long hiatus with everything that's going on within coronavirus and the restrictions. It's been a long year. So how have you found it just getting back on the court, getting back to training and just, I suppose, hanging out with your teammates? Yeah, I tell you what, I'm super excited for tonight because it's our first game. So really looking forward to it. Um, Monday night, we did have a little gathering about how the season will work out. So we haven't had a, we haven't had a proper training session just yet, but I'm looking forward to how, seeing how we go tonight, though. You mentioned you're playing Bundera tonight. Is that uh, game being scheduled at home or away? Uh, I'm actually just having a look at our fixture just now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> We are home, so I'm looking forward to it. Cool, and uh, I believe you're a bit of a utility down there, Ali. So you, it's a sh- second year at Montmorency, and you're known to be playing as a, a goal shooter, goal attack, wing attack, and wing defence. So I guess you know that's a pretty handy acquisition of um, various positions. So utility, really, you can be thrown anywhere around the court. I suppose out of those four positions that I just mentioned, what what do you prefer playing and, you know, what's your style of game? How, how do you see yourself as a player? Yeah, so I'm a natural shooter, but as you said, I can go into that wing attack and wing defence role if needed. And, and it's all about the team as well. So if I need to be tucked into a different position, I'm up for it. And Ellie, so you mentioned it's your second year with the Montmorency 5 team. Uh, how long have you been playing netball, um, I suppose, just in a, in a general sense? How many, how many years have you been playing netball? Yeah, so I first started playing when I was 13. So I used to play basketball back in primary school and then um, started playing netball when I was 13. Fantastic. And what would your message be to, I guess, any of the, I suppose, junior netballers out there who may have seen the game? I know it's been covered by Channel 9. They do a fantastic job with the Women's uh, Super Netball League, which is a really good initiative in the last five years. That's really gone professional. And I suppose there's a lot of netballers from all around the world, from Jamaica, from England and the like. So what would be your message um, as an NFNL netballer for those young girls wanting to, I guess, give it a go and regardless of what club they, they go to, but uh, specifically your own club, Montmorency, how, how do you... How does your club handle juniors who, who are interested in, in participating and, you know, wanting to sign up and, and join a team environment? Yeah, I, for me, personally, I just go out there and enjoy myself. Like, obviously, team sport's about winning or losing as well. But for me, personally, just go out there and have fun and give it a go, no matter what. And Montmorency, do they... Uh, where would they go uh, for any of the young participants out there who want to join up would they is there a website or, or a facebook or an instagram page they could search if they wanted to come and uh, join the montmorency netball club yeah so we do have a facebook page as well so montmorency i think it's i should know this i know i think montmorency football club or football netball club so we're on facebook and all that Fantastic, Ali. And uh, what about uh, some of the other interests apart from netball? Obviously, netball is a fantastic game, but you know, to I suppose relax away from the court. What do you get get up to? You got any hobbies and interests that I suppose you do just to sort of uh, get that equal balance within sport and also work and life? Yeah. So I, I mean, I love my footy. I love my basketball. I mean, I am a sporting maniac, so um, I'm just into it. <laughs> so you just love the sport all around. Who's your footy team? 
Uh, I go for Carlton. Ah, <laughs> uh, Carlton. And you would have been pretty, I guess, uh, a couple of good trades there. You, you're happy with the the Blue Boys trade period. I think they, they picked up a couple of handy players they did in the end. Yeah, I'm actually really happy with who we've got. So, um, especially Adam Siders. Um, looking forward to seeing how he goes with us as well. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. You gave up, I think it was pick seven and uh, a different array of picks were sort of traded in the end. So uh, good luck to the Blue Boys. I think if, if this is a year you're going to make the finals, 2021's got to be it because you've you got a pretty good list uh, happening down there at Icon Park. And uh, Ali, um, just to cap it off, um, this interview, um, this is uh, something I do with all my guests. I get them to choose a song off the bat. So I know I'm putting you on the spot just a little bit here, but... Just name a song that you want me to crank up on this Friday morning just to, I suppose, bring in the weekend and um, get you, I suppose, up and about for this uh, Friday morning. Oh, I tell you, I love the Pump It Up, Pump It Up song. I absolutely love it. Pump It Up? Is this, is this, uh, <laughs> is this a song you'll be playing tonight before you, I guess, uh, hit the, uh, the netball court tonight against Bandura? motivation song so i say why not <laughs> that's the one that's the one that's what we like to hear well ali curlis absolutely fantastic to have you here as the opening guest and and the first netballer that we've had here on licorice all sports here on your local station 88.6 plenty valley fm fantastic to have a chat to you to, to this morning and i guess best of luck for tonight's game against bandura and for the remainder of the season and uh, i wish you all the best no worries, thank you. No worries, Ellie. Thank you so much. And we're going to go straight to a song with Pump It Up. Look at here, the crowd is jumping. Pump it up a little more. Get the party going on the dance floor. See, cause that's where the party's at. And you'll find out if you're too bad. I don't want a place to stay. Get your booty on the floor tonight. Make my day. I don't want a place to stay. Get your booty on the floor tonight. Make my day. Make my day. Make my day.
Welcome back to Licorice All Sports. That was Pump It Up, and I hope you enjoyed that one just to kick off today's show. And coming straight live on the line, we have Northern Territory Football with Jackson Clark, and Jackson joins me today. Jackson, how are you going on this uh, beautiful Friday morning? Not too bad, mate. Pretty good weather up in Darwin. I always complain about that, but we've had a big storm overnight, so it's cooled things down a little bit. Good to hear, mate. Uh, it's uh, absolutely cracking weather down here in Melbourne, 35 degrees and uh, certainly going to be a hot one. So to all the listeners out there, make sure you slip, slop and slap. Now, Jackson, uh, it's been a couple of weeks since we last spoke to you. You had other commitments last Friday. So you're joining me this morning, mate. What's been going up uh, in Northern Territory Football League? Uh, yeah, what's, uh, who's the winners, uh, the sinners, all that kind of stuff. What's been happening up in the Northern Territory? Yeah, I suppose it's pretty similar to the last time I spoke. Wanderers now sit a game clear on top of the ladder. Seven wins, one loss. Uh, Tiwi Bombers still yet to record their first win of the season. And were pretty disappointing last week, if we're being honest, against St Mary's. But they are a pretty volatile team, Tiwi Bombers. When they play their good football, they are as good as any team in the comp. And when they're struggling, they are really struggling. So uh, I expect them to get a win sooner rather than later. So, upcoming this weekend, you've got the Tiwi Bombers v Nightcliff, Southern Districts v St Mary's, Waratah v Wanderers, Darwin Buffs v Palmerston. So, who do you see in those four games uh, winning and losing and, and why? 
Well, Tiwi hosts Nyquist at, uh, over on the island, and normally they have the home ground advantage there, but very, very tough ask to beat Nyquist, the reigning premiers, back-to-back premiers, that is. So you'd have to tip Nyquist in that one. District St Mary shapes is arguably the match of the round. Districts fit some strong form. They beat Nycliffe last week in the first ever match at Nycliffe Oval under light. And they are in really good form at the moment on the back of great performances from their midfield, James Cheetis and Nick Roker. They have added Ed Barlow, former AFL player for Sydney and Western Bulldogs on the extended emergency list. So who knows if he'll pop up. He retired at the end of last season, but retired on the back of some very good form. So he'd be a great inclusion for the Crocs. Waratah Wanderers under lights. The second game ever under lights at Gardens Oval should be an interesting one. Uh, Wanderers, as I said, are top of the table and are flying at the moment. But Waratah, the smaller ground will suit them. And they have Abe Anchors included into the lineup. Abe Anchors is one of the best midfielders up in the Northern Territory, just a ball magnet. And the late game, Darwin Buffaloes and Palmerston Magpies at TIO Stadium. The only game at TIO Stadium this week should be very interesting. Buffs, of course, will go in favourite, but... Palmerston, who have won just the one game this year, looked very impressive last week in a 13-point loss to Wanderers. So should be an interesting round of football, Rob. Yeah, definitely. And off the field, what's been happening around the league off the field? Any uh, special dates coming up or uh, anything happening, um, I suppose, off the field um, in, in this upcoming round? Uh, not a lot. A few AFL players are in town at the moment. Uh, I think they're keeping it under wraps. I know Mario Choll's in town with Daniel Rioli at the moment, uh, but I think players are enjoying their time off, so they're not doing sportsman's nights or clinics or anything like that. But, of course, with the overseas travel limited, uh, they're up in Darwin enjoying their time off. So, yeah, pretty interesting times up up north. Stephen Motlop, of course, a local, scored a hole in one yesterday at the Darwin Golf Club. So, that's exciting news for him. I did see that on, on your uh, <laughs> on your Facebook feed. Uh, a hole in one at any point in time is pretty good. So... And uh, what about the Women's Premier League as well? What's been happening in that league? I know the, the ladder's starting to take shape and it looks like the the, the Darwin Buffs uh, are going okay at the minute. Yeah, it was a very close game last week against uh, Pints. They lost by two points. Pints probably the premiership favourite this stage. So uh, a loss is a loss, but Darwin Buffett would be happy with their performance. And yeah, as you said, the ladder is, trying, is starting to take shape a little bit. Pints still undefeated, seven wins, zero losses. St Mary's are six and one, uh, and at the bottom end, Tracy Village really, really struggling at the moment. But good effort to the girls for coming out. The women coming out every week and putting it up. They had a 176 point loss to Waratah last week, and it doesn't get any easier this week playing Pint. So uh, fingers crossed they can be as competitive as possible. Yeah, definitely. And as we approach the Christmas break, when, when is that actual break coming up? When uh, what, what? When's the last round before? the Christmas break, and I think, is it a three-week break that you have before things recommence uh, in the new year? Yeah, it, it varies between grades. Obviously, juniors break off a little bit earlier and have a longer break. The seniors have four more games to go if you count this weekend. So uh, round 13 is the first game back after Christmas. We have round nine this weekend. So still a couple more weeks of footy. We return in round nine. Uh, sorry, January nine. That is so a little bit of a break. I think it's about the two week break as opposed to three. But I'll uh, I'll have to double check that one. But yeah, a little bit of a break over Christmas. This will be very interesting this year. Uh, it'll be it always is a tale of two competitions pre Christmas and post Christmas. But this year even more so with a lot of uh, interstate recruits expected to go back you know, to Victoria. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see. And as you said, it's not really about who I suppose starts the season off. It's it's really about. I suppose keeping the squads together and, and and finishing the whole 
the whole season uh, as a whole and, and the playing list as a whole. But um, uh, another one I wanted to ask you, Jackson, how's your own personal form going? And obviously the buffs are uh, in very ominous form as we approach a halfway mark. Yeah, well, I'm struggling, mate. I've had a bit of a knee complaint. I haven't been able to train properly for once in the last month. Uh, didn't play at all last week trying to get it right, and it's still not still not there. So, um, yeah, just working on that. But I don't think I don't think the boys are missing me or anything like that. So, yeah, as you said, Buffalo are still looking all right. We have lost a couple of games over the last month, but um, keeping the confidence there and hoping that you know we can refresh the batteries over the Christmas break and and finish strong. Well, Jackson, as always, uh, NT Footy with Jackson Clark. Much appreciated you coming here on Liquish All Sports on your local station, 88.6 Plenty Valley FM. Enjoy your weekend ahead, mate, and uh, hopefully that knee comes good very soon. And we'll do it all again in the next, either whether it's next Friday or the Friday after. Um, it's always great to have you here on the station. No worries, mate. It's always good to be on. Thank you. Appreciate it, mate. Have a great weekend. And Jackson Clark there from the Northern Territory. He has, runs a Facebook page called NT Football with Jackson Clark. So check him out. And uh, he's the main media guy up there that I source all my information up uh, from the Northern Territory. And I guess it's a great league. And if uh, with all the borders reopening, I would certainly recommend to get up there. Obviously, there's been no footy here in Victoria, nor has there been uh, really an opportunity to travel outside of Victoria. So... If uh, you wanted to, I suppose, go on a bit of a road trip up straight up the guts through Australia, I would highly recommend um, going up to check some Northern Territory Football League footy out. It's, it's a really great experience. And I'll tell you what, they're super friendly up there. I was up there last December and um, they, they were fantastic. So we're going to go to a song. We're going to go back to 2007 with the 2007 remaster of Unwell by Matchbox 20. And I'll be back very shortly. And I hope you're enjoying listening to Licorice All Sports here on your local station, 88.6 Plenty Valley FM. Because tomorrow might be good for something Talking to myself in public And dodging glances on the train And I know I know they've all been talking about me I can hear them whisper And it makes me 
you up to date with local news who gives you all your local sports updates who keeps you informed during local emergencies we do your local station 88.6 plenty valley fm the old colonists association of victoria have an estate at saint helena with a 51 bed low level care facility and a 30 bed high level care facility anyone who's over the age of 60 and who's lived in victoria for 20 years may apply to go on the waiting list for more information about the estate, call Karen on 94331100. The Old Colonists Association of Victoria. Community subscribers to 88.6 Plenty Valley FM. I love the local news. I love the music variety. And all the local sport. 24 hours a day, it's all local. 88.6 Plenty Valley FM. Keeping you up to date. Your local station, 88.6 Plenty Valley FM. And on this Friday morning, joining me on Licorice All Sports is football fanatic and all-round expert Peter Kulaksis-Alice. Peter, welcome to Licorice All Sports. Fantastic to have you on today. Thanks for having me, Winner. Using the word uh, expert very loosely there, but thanks for having me. Oh, mate, you uh, understand yourself. Your knowledge is second to none, mate. Now, the (laughs) tragic passing of uh, Diego Maradona in the last 24 hours of world sport has made news all around the globe and specifically in Argentina. And I guess, you know, in the, I suppose, the greatest player of all time conversation, he's always going to be in that conversation. And, you know, in my own opinion, probably in the top five players of all time. Now, mate, you've watched a hell of a lot more football than I have and know a lot more about the history of the game. So 
what do you make of the news? And um, I suppose it's a, a bit of a shock uh, as he's only passed away at the age of 60. Yeah, it's a, it was a sad day. For, for me, he's the number one. He, he's, the, he's the number one footballer of all time and probably the number one sportsman of all time. I mean, we're talking no college scholarship, just someone straight out of the slums, no, you know, a, a academy at Barcelona from the age of seven years old. He's, he just did it all on his own. He, he, for me, he's the number one. You mentioned uh, from the slums, Tigre in Argentina. I wasn't uh, fortunate enough to go to his hometown, but I did visit uh, Buenos Aires back in 2014 when I travelled South America for, towards the World Cup. And um, I actually checked out the Boca Juniors where he played a lot of his club football. And it was an amazing, the way he, he was, he was like literally a god um, in Argentina. Obviously, I couldn't speak the language, but, you know, you could understand pretty much he was, you know, the creme de la creme of player that had represented the Boca Juniors, which is pretty much the number one club in the Argentinian league. So um, I guess, you know, what do you make of that? I mean, just in club football and, and, and in world football, you mentioned he's number one in your opinion. You know, I suppose who, 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 what kind of legacy does he leave um, behind? Well, yeah, he, he was playing senior football at you know, 15 years old for Argentina's juniors and then went to Boca Juniors. Now, Boca Juniors probably, not probably, the biggest support base in the world, the most passionate support base in the world. You've seen the reaction in the last 24 hours since he's passed away. Um, to, to play for them would be everyone's dream in Argentina. Um, he then broke the transfer record and went to Barcelona. I, th- I can't remember if he went to Sevilla first, then Barcelona, but he was at, he went to Spain and then to Italy. He, he, he broke the transfer record twice in his career. He is absolutely massive. Yeah, it's, it's an amazing, uh, uh, especially for those times when the game was only transferring from, I guess, sort of, you know, it was professional, but, you know, a lot of the guys worked a side job, but obviously if you're the superstar like Maradona um, and the like, um, you know, obviously you're professional. Um, the hand of God moment back in the 86 World Cup where when Argentina were, were good enough to, to raise um, the World Cup and it was a huge one. England supporters uh, were always um, probably not really enjoy that moment, but it was, by some of the experts, it was called probably the best three minutes of football in all of football history. So looking back to that quarterfinal, the hand of God moment, what did you make of that as far as uh, his career highlights go? Well, I, I didn't I didn't see it live. Um, it was a year before I was born, but everyone knows that moment. Whether you like soccer or not, you've seen that moment. And that's some of the things I've been saying to some people during the day, like people have brought up Michael Jordan. I can name all Michael Jordan's teammates. Lionel Messi, I can name all Messi's teammates. Zidane, I can name all his teammates. I cannot name another person on the pitch. Like that, that's that's how good he was. I could not name one of his teammates. He, yeah. he he won he won the World Cup basically on his own. Yeah, he he yep. Yeah. Uh, highlights of those games, he Argentina would pass the ball around until Maradona was free. Give the ball to Maradona, and then. Maradona would drop deep, get the ball, and either try and dribble someone or draw a few players to pass it off, and then try to get back into space again. Yeah, you know, he he was a one man band. In and to think, you know, to use basketball as a comparison, basketball five on five, you set up plays around one person or set up plays so one person, you know, your best player can get the shot. 
this is a, this is eleven on eleven where you can't stop. Yeah, it, it's a yeah, it's a it's a it's a, an amazing feat to win the to win the World Cup and you know w- without you know a star started team is you know ne- never been done before and I don't think will be done again. It's an amazing record that he's got. He, he obviously debuted in the, in the nineteen eighty two uh, World Cup and then played all the way through nineteen ninety four for Argentina. As you mentioned, he's fifteen sixteen year old kid and he's come on the scene there. Ninety one caps and scored thirty four goals. So I, I guess I mean. Even that in itself, um, to play for the country 91 times is is an amazing feat. No, definitely. And look, as far as the greatest of all time, look, it's, it's all subjective. It's it's really what you what you look at. I mean, if you're going to look statistically, you're probably going to say Cristiano Ronaldo. Or if you're going to look at accolades, you're going to you're going to probably look at Lionel Messi, or you know, clutch moments. You're going to look at Zidane or Iniesta. But just, I don't think anyone could do what Maradona could do. And welcome back to Licorice All Sports. We're going to get straight back to that interview after a song. And this song is Yeah by Usher. And this is from 2004. We'll be back with the second half of the Maradona Maradona interview uh, in about five minutes from now. I hope you're enjoying Licorice All Sports here on this Friday, the 27th of the 11th, 2020. Let's get into it. Peace up. A-Town. Yeah, 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 she was sitting in my ear, you would think that she knew me Decided to cheat Conversation got heavy She had me feeling like she's ready to blow Oh, she said you come get me So I got up and followed her to the floor She said, baby, let's go
in the club looking so conspicuous and wild. These women all on the prowl. If you hold the head steady, I'ma melt the cow. And forget about game, I'ma spit the truth. I won't stop till I get them in their birthday suit. So give me the rhythm and it'll be off with their clothes. Then bend over to the front and touch your toes. I left the jag and I took the rolls. If they ain't cutting, then I put them on foot patrol. How you like me now? When my piggies valued over 300,000. Let's drink, you the one to please. Ludacris filled cups like double D. Me and Hurst, what's more when we leave them dead? We want a lady in the street, but a freak in the bed that say. This is Simos here from Bricky Cafe on Hutton Street in Thornbury. We love sport too, and we are currently the major sponsor of Licorice All Sports. If you're on your way into Melbourne's sporting precinct or just passing through Thornbury, mention you heard us on Plenty Valley FM and we'll offer you a discount deal on a delicious coffee and roll. Bricky Cafe, we're just a minute away from Thornbury Station. You can't miss us. Find us on Facebook and Instagram. Some of those poorer communities worldwide, but specifically in Argentina. Well, they say they say legends never die, and I think over the last twenty four hours we can we can see that he he's definitely a legend. Um, yeah, he, he he's an immortal. As long as people play football, people will know the name of Diego Maradona. He's a, like absolute legend. And Absolutely. And in terms of yeah, he, he was the people's champion as well, as you said. You know, he, he he had a very endearing personality and he was flawed, you know, he made a lot of, you know, destructive decisions and he was flawed and he was human. But he he didn't change. He was just a poor boy from a, a little neighborhood who was became one of the, the most famous people in the world and he, he just di- didn't change. I think that's what people loved about him. He didn't forget where he came from. I was going to touch on that. Uh, you mentioned he was flawed. He was certainly known to be a bit of a party boy in his time and, you know, all the way up until, you know, I suppose, you know, he's passed away from a heart attack. As far as we know, in the last 24 hours, which has been uh, announced uh, via all the relative news services worldwide. Um, is that, Do you think that's uh, a part also that people liked about him? The fact that he was sort of a bit out there and, and you know, he didn't change from, from a young boy all the way through until, I guess, the 25th of November 2020? Yeah, look, I think, yeah, look, he wouldn't get away with it if he was playing the professional ranks now. But, yeah, I think I think it's something endearing. It was something endearing about him that he he spoke to every, like, from all accounts, look, I've obviously never met the person, but, you know, he, he would always he would always give people time of day. He'd always look after his community. 
Um, yes, he, he he was he was a flawed person, and you know, but how do you handle being the most famous person in the world when you don't have an education? You came from a village that didn't have running water. Like, how how would you learn to handle that? Yeah, I suppose it's all all uh, learning on the go, mate. And obviously, from a personable perspective, uh, we've known each other for twenty plus years. Went to primary school together. Um, we both attended the twenty fourteen World Cup. How would you describe to the listeners? Um, about what Argentinian fans and how they react to football and, you know, I suppose, you know, football is life um, in many cases for Argentinians as I suppose the economy isn't the strongest in the world and, and a lot of people are working, you know, just to survive day in, day out and that's literally uh, their life. Yeah, they, they were amazing fans at the at the 2014 World Cup. It was in it was in South America. They were there in big numbers, along with a, a lot of other South American countries. Look, why Maradona was so big is that he he lived the whole nation's dream. Every single person in that nation would love to be Diego Maradona. I don't think you can say that about many countries in the world where there's, you know, one one person has lived a, a dream that a whole nation would want. And I think. You know, you look at today, Lionel Messi, an absolute superstar and, and a legend in his own right. And some people say he's the greatest of all time and on accolades he probably is. And you can you you can just understand the pressure that that man's under. I think there's never been a footballer under more pressure than Lionel Messi in his career. I mean, if he doesn't win, if he doesn't win, he gets bagged. If he doesn't score a goal, he gets bagged. So that's the there's just so much expectation um, from the Argentinian fans and. Yeah, you, you 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 saw some of the videos that um, were circulating today of the passion of, you know, to go to a, to go to a stadium and light flares and chants for someone that's just passed, and the whole of Argentina is in three days of mourning. Nobody goes to work. Just shows you how much football means in that in that country. Yeah, and I just sent some footage. Uh, literally, the whole police force from Buenos Aires like are flashing their lights. Obviously. The Argentinian colours are the light blue um, with the white, um, and they, they literally uh, were, you know, going through the whole city. So it's an amazing. Um, <laughs> it's 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 hard to describe to the listeners about how massive football is in South America. We experienced it, and um, it was amazing back in 2014. Now, just to I guess cap off the interview today, Peter, who, who like we're speaking of the you know the, the goats, but. I suppose we can, you know, we've already elaborated. You've already said that, you know, Maradona is number one in your books. But what about the modern day game? Obviously, it's a lot cleaner the game than it, what compared to what it used to be. If you were to name your top five players right at this very moment here in, uh, you know, November two thousand twenty, who would your top five players be in the world game as we currently speak? Oh, very hard question. Uh, we know you put me on the spot there. Um, yeah, as, as as you said, there's probably not. In Maradona's day, there was more magic and more um, just, yeah, just real, tal- real talent where today it's more they play for a team and they play in a structure, etc. Look, you've got, you've got to say Lionel Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo. They're the, the two that everyone knows and everyone knows them for a reason. To give you another three, I'll say Virgil van Dijk, a bit biased being a Liverpool supporter. Um, oh, who else? I'll, I'll Mo, say Mo Salah in the conversation. I, I think 
I, th- I, th- I think not in, not in the top five, but he's in the conversation. I'll say Virgil van Dijk, Kevin De Bruyne and Luka Modric. That would be my top five. Like those top five. Definitely like it. And it's amazing. Cristiano Ronaldo is nearly 38 years of age and he's just uh, smashing them out of the park. It's funny. They actually did a, uh, only a couple of years ago, they did a sort of like a BMI uh, um, on Cristiano Ronaldo and he had a, the body of a, you know, and the athletic athleticism of a 19 year old is ridiculous. So, but yeah. um, mate, mate, thank you so much for joining uh, me on today's edition of Liquid Shore Sports. An absolute pleasure to have you on the show. And, um, I guess, mate, um, before I go to Europe myself in the next few weeks, love to catch up with you and uh, I suppose have a beer with the uh, Christmas festivities that are about to come up. No worries, mate. We'll, we'll, we'll book, book something in before you go, mate. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it, mate. Take care and uh, go the Tigers. <laughs> go the Pies. Sam. You're listening to 88.6 Bloody Valley FM. Community service announcement. Mernda, DPV Health's fixed drive-through COVID-19 testing site is still available. Seven days a week, but we are now located at Shotters Road, Mernda, north end of Car Park. Mernda train station. Operating hours 9.30am to 4.30pm. Please remember to bring your Medicare card or photo ID. No need to book, just drive up. Your local station, 88.6, Plenty Valley FM, keeping the community informed. And welcome back to Licorice All Sports. And I hope you enjoyed that interview with Peter Kulaxazalis, who spoke about the sad passing of Diego Maradona. Tell you what, very much a tragedy within the world game that we call football, and predominantly it's called soccer here in Australia. And um, I hope you enjoyed the interview. And yeah, he certainly has left a legacy as uh, even Napoli overnight, all, all they all ran out with the number 10, and that was made famous by Diego Maradona. And I'll tell you what, there was some amazing, uh, probably the best four minutes of football. If you, if you Google, um, uh, I suppose, the Hand of God, 1986 World Cup quarterfinal, um, watch that on YouTube. It's an amazing four minutes of football, literally divided football fans alike. But I'll tell you what, it's... Uh, very, very, uh, yeah, he, he just leaves a legacy and it's just a sad day for football. Only the age of 60, 1960 through to 2020. And uh, he was a immortal on and off the pitch and uh, certainly loved by a lot of fans. But what we're going to do as we are reaching seven minutes to 11, we're going to go all the way back. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what year this song was released, but I should know this. I'm, I'm going to predict it was the summer of 69 because Brian Adams uh, named the song that. But uh, we're going to go, because it's a beautiful summer day here in Melbourne, 35 degrees is the top. We're going to go to Brian Adams, the summer of 69. I'll be back shortly, just before the 11 a.m. news update. And I uh, hope you're enjoying listening to Licorice All Sports here on your local station, 88.6, Plenty Valley FM.
The Palestinian Community Association represents Palestinians across Victoria. PCA runs many activities for members, including a monthly gathering at Thomastown Library Hall, as well as all festivals, celebrations, day trips and even camps. PCA also hosts children's activities and women-only events such as swimming. They also provide the Palestinian Seniors Club's activities as well. PCA aims to involve all age groups with activities so that no one feels isolated. For more details, visit the website palestine-victoria.org.au. Steve's Driving is back on the road. With all cars sanitised after each lesson, their team of friendly instructors are ready to help you obtain your car licence in 2020. Visit steesdriving.com.au or call 0427-777-196. Station sponsor. From Whittlesea, through the valley and beyond, your local station. 88.6, Plenty Valley FM. Hi, Simos, Simos here from Brookie Cafe, located at Hutton Street, Thornbury. We are the major sponsor of Licorice All Sports, and we love sport too. So to celebrate, if you're on your way into Melbourne Sporting Precinct or just passing through Thornbury, mention you heard us on Plenty Valley FM, and we'll offer you a discount deal on a delicious coffee and roll. Bricky Cafe, we're just a minute from Thornbury Station. You can't miss us. Find us on Facebook and Instagram. Station sponsor. And welcome back to Licorice All Sports here on this Friday, the 27th of November, 2020, and we are at 2 minutes to 11, so approaching the upcoming news and weather, and I hope you've enjoyed the first hour of the show today. It's, it's been good to have a chat to Ali Curlis, a netballer from Montmorency, also NT footy with Jackson Clark, and just in most recent interview was talking Maradona with Peter Kulaksis-Ellis. Upcoming in the second hour, we'll be having a chat to Tom Rosebrush, the assistant coach of the Bendigo Spirit. I'll say he was the former assistant coach of the Bendigo Spirit in 2019. So interesting uh, conversation upcoming in the second hour. We'll be also talking tennis with Aidan Hill. So plenty of plenty of tennis going on over in London at the moment and some really good young guys starting to really challenge those top, top three that we've been talking about for so long that being Nadal, Federer, and the Joker in Djokovic. And also in the second hour, we have the funny man of the sports media industry, Tommy Flanagan. He'll be talking everything AFL and cricket. So it'll be interesting to have a chat to see what's been happening in the last seven days of of uh, footy and cricket. And I'll tell you what, he if you check out some of his uh, ads that he does, as far as being a comedian, he is one funny man. So... I hope you've enjoyed the first hour of Licorice All Sports. 